Can you code a cocktail? Damn. <laughs> I want more suggestions from people. This season, we're setting ourselves the challenges, but we want to hear what other people want us to do. Exactly. Make our own pizza topping. <gasps> create our own pizza. We can create anything. There's no such thing as too much. There's too much yesing. <laughs> Sometimes. That's, that's all we can do. That's all we know how to say. And we want more yes girls and boys to join us. Exactly. And then I think it will be much harder if someone tells us what to do. Mm-hmm. So many ideas. That's the mixology. You have plenty more seasons to remember. Hello, yes people. We're the Yes Girls. You're joining us for episode drum roll, please. Five. Oh, oh sorry. The yes, it's okay. You stole my thunder, <laughs> but it's 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 fine. We're we're in this together. That is indeed right. It is episode five of the Yes Girls podcast in Nairobi, Kenya, on this mighty fine day. I must say, it's a beautiful day, Akumu. Exactly. It's not raining, so thank God. <laughs> So we, the Yes Girls, two Nairobi-based wanderlusters, are making it our mission to say yes to doing, being, and learning something different every two weeks. And we are documenting our journeys. So this podcast is a result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. You bet that. You can bet on it. (laughs) So I'm heading one. You mean yes girl one? Are you trying to be that game again where you get to be yes girl one and I'm yes girl two? Are you mm. doing that again? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, you can be heading two, but I'm still heading one. Or paragraph one. What sort of weird code are you talking in? Code, code. Huh? <laughs> so today we are talking about coding. So that's why I'm talking in code. Okay, that was a little bit too convolute, convoluted for me, but... Whatever. You can be heading one yes. and I'm heading two. And together we are the, the yes, yes girls. girls. Now let's tell people in normal English what to expect from today's episode. Are you sure we can't speak in code? <laughs> Please don't keep that up. <laughs> in this episode, we are back to learning something. Uh, if you remember correctly, uh, so far in season one, we have, we have been vegan. We have learned Greek. And we've done mixology, right? And, and we've for been episode, positive. And we've been positive, mm-hmm. exactly. So for episode five, we are learning coding. Yep, we are taking on a highly technical and highly prized skill that is becoming more and more prevalent in education and society as a whole as the world becomes more digital every day. And trust me, neither of us has had much experience with this. So we are really starting from scratch, I think. You can really tell. (laughs) Yep. Now let's explain a little bit more before we get stuck into talking about how much we learned in our time of saying yes to coding. The core skills you need to get by in the world have changed a lot in the past few decades. When my parents were in school, they were taught to do exhaustive mental maths and calligraphy. When I was in school, we were taught to be responsible citizens and figure out how to pay bills. Kids of today are being taught how to code. It's part of the toolkit of the 21st century successful human being. And in a world in which digital skills are prized almost as much as emotional or technical skills, coding really is right up there. Yes, and there's even a new form of intelligent quota called DQ. Uh, and DQ actually means digital intelligence quarter. And it encompasses how we interact in and with the digital world. So having at least a basic grasp of coding is an important pan- part of such interactions and more and more. Mastering uh, some skills of coding is becoming a must-have in many workplaces. However, coding is more than just a jumble of random letters, numbers and symbols, which is what We thought it was before, or at least I did. There are a whole host of different coding languages, so not all codes are equal. Starting from the simplest, we have HTML, which is just about presenting content on a page. Then as you move further up the skills ladder, you get JavaScript, C, C++, C++, C hashtag, C... Oh, I see. (laughs) You're getting a little (laughs) obsessed with the Caesar. Yes, I like the letter C, it's my name. Oh, true. There's also Python. 
I really like Python because why would someone name something a snake? Pretty like cool. a snake's name. Then there's PHP, there's Ruby, and there's a lot more. The fact is there are hundreds of different programming languages out there, some of which have become extinct, so to speak, but still exist somewhere out there in the programming cosmos. And all those websites, apps, and online tools you, we, I use are written in some sort of coding language or a mixture of several languages. But we can only see the front end. That's the result of all of that coding input and the different languages working together to provide a seamless experience. And the process of coding or writing a computer code is far more complicated than most people, or at least we, us, might think. It involves intense designing, problem solving, and understanding of the user experience, which is a whole different beast in itself. And it also involves visualizing the end results that you want to achieve uh, and plotting your way on how you'll get there. Yeah, so there are certain modern tools now that allow you to build a website using a building block approach where you can just drag and drop in the features that you want. So this has allowed even people with no coding knowledge or experience to make beautiful websites for themselves and their businesses. Yeah, that's exactly how I made my website. Go check it out. But we wanted to build our own website from scratch because we don't want to take the easy, easy way out. We normally don't. Yeah, that would be too, well, easy. Exactly. <laughs> so we gave ourselves three weeks to learn the basics of HTML. That's the easier or easiest of the coding languages. And CSS which is a way to make your HTML look pretty. And at the end of the three weeks, we would both have to build our own Yes Girls website. And as always, we recorded our experiences to share our journey with you all. But we also want to hear from someone who knows a little bit about... A lot. <laughs> yeah, true, a lot. A lot more than we do on the subject. Joseph Murgor is a software developer with MobiDev, a leading tech and design company based here in Nairobi. We'll hear from Joseph later when it comes to our ratings time. But before we get stuck in all of this, Claire, how would you sum up your experience in three words? Three weeks in three words. Easy. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This yeah. is not easy. <laughs> exactly. Stop me in my tracks. What about you? Mine is easy. It's cascading style shit. <gasps> C-H-I-T. Are we condoning expletives on the podcast now uh right now yes and shit is child's play it's child no, no child of mine no Should future child of mine will be playing with <laughs> with shit or with even the word shit or they will get they will get what for i don't know i they mean i get some even, shit from you <laughs> yeah but i won't call it that to them well anyway these children don't exist yet but uh one day our children may be listening to this podcast so sorry kids Akumu, I think you should go first. I always see you as much more competent when it comes to both artsy stuff and digital stuff. So I'm intrigued to hear how you did. No pressure, right? No pressure. So I'll start by giving a bit of background. So ever since my university days, I always knew I'd love working with tech. I always seem to enjoy creating content during my ISEC days, you know, and using interesting apps. Shout out to ISEC. And uh, coding, for coding specifically, I thought it would be a ticket to career differentiation. What do I mean by that? I mean, you know, if you see most coders out there, they're not necessarily, necessarily writers plus a bit of artsy people. Like most coders are left-brained and they don't really use the right brain in, in inside. Like there are very few people who do that. So I wanted to be the kind of person who can code and write and as well, you know, create content or a bit be a bit of an artsy designer person. So I really wanted to be a unicorn from, from the onset. So the other reason for learning how to code was simple because AI is coming. AI is artificial intelligence and I feel like I need a leg into that industry because there'll be money in, in it and yeah, I mean, why not? But allow me to digress a little bit. So the day before we recorded this, I saw an email from Udemy advertising a course where you can learn about AI without having to learn how to code. And how happy was I? I mean, if I can just jump over the hoop of coding and get into the industry, 
that's a dream come true. It's kind of like having dreadlocks without having to grow them. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that that would be my ideal world to get into tech without having to code. But we have this challenge. So with this challenge, I brought back my coding dream. And to be fair, I got into it having done a bit of practice here and there with some coding languages. I mean, in high school, I did C. Um, so I can't really remember what I did. And in university, um, in my university course, I did a bit of programming. So I had to tell Claire that I have a bit of experience and she was a bit scared. She actually wanted to cancel the entire challenge. Yes, not fair. <laughs> but for the Yes Girls challenges, uh, we usually like to do something that we both haven't done before. And that's why I saw a loophole because I've never created a website from scratch. So I have done a bit of coding here and there, but that doesn't mean I can actually remember a thing. So I was going in with pretty much the same greenness as Claire. A little bit darker in green, but same greenness. So here's a bit of me explaining how bosh my memory is uh, before the challenge began. So I'm starting the Yes Girls coding challenge soon. Um, we're doing HTML and CSS. Um, I kind of have the basics in my head. What I remember is, you know, the basics of opening and closing tags, some, some tags that are, you know, that don't have to be closed, like they're open tags, something like that. And there were lots of, you know, forward slashes, or was it back, back slashes? Yeah, one of those forward slashes and stuff. So, yeah, there's pretty much very little that I remember, like almost zero. So it would be more of a, of a, of a, of a kind of a, a God, I can't find the word, kind of a practice of, you know, gorging my memory because uh, the little coding I did, I think, two years back with the app Sololan was kind of locked in a vault somewhere in my memory. So, yeah, let's start. Once I began practicing with the amazing app called Sololan, things sort of started coming back to me, I think. Or my memory was just playing with me. So I preferred using the app since it's user-friendly and it sort of makes the whole thing accessible. Um, if, if I used the computer to practice, I'd probably get anxiety that I was doing something serious. And you know what I mean, you know? So I wanted to use my phone to, to have less anxiety about the whole experience. And plus having, um, having a memory of some coding rules doesn't mean that you can actually code a web page, right? So my biggest challenge with doing the final web page was application. Um, being able to remember a few codes from long ago doesn't really make a difference. So it was really challenging to shift what I thought I knew and what I had learned into actual practice. And things got much, much harder when I needed specific things on the web page that I can't remember having learned. So as they say, doing is the best learning. So something as simple as having to move images around, blur them, edit them, you... Um, and using Google search to find coding snippets that I needed made me learn a lot more than I ever did on the app. Because when you're doing something and trying to solve a problem, that's when you learn a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed the problem solving bit of it all, especially when it meant that um, I'd get the exact look and feel I wanted for the web page. So if you want a bit of feel on how the web page looks like, it was a bit of green with a blood background and it had a button in the middle. So it was like a one-page website where you scroll down. And we will be sharing this on social media. So exactly. Take a look at our Instagram, our Facebook, um, Twitter to, to look up both websites. Yeah. And I had a couple of challenges adding, you know, of course, the images. So at the end, I my web, my web page only had the background that was blurred and no other pictures because <laughs> I kind of couldn't find a way. Uh, to put them in and I also experienced a lot of confusion when it came to CSS uh, using CSS which with HTML so here's an audio clip of me talking about cascading style shit <laughs> so I'm doing the final web page 
final challenge and I'm having a lot of issues with you know switching to CSS from HTML and all that so my code is a bit of a mess um, I'll try and use an analogy it's like um, how will I say it it's like you want to use the internet on your phone and instead of just um, keeping the internet on um, at, at minute two because you need it until minute eight you keep you keep having the internet on and then minute four off and then you put it again on minute six and then again on minute eight it's a bit crazy so that's how my code looks like so uh, right now i think i'd call cascading uh, css is called cascading style sheets in my head right now i want to call it cascading tile style sheet like s h i t ah so in the end i bet not that i bet i actually know that my code was an utter mess not well thought out in terms of structure or arrangements and i kind of had last minute css placement so css is cascading style sheets s-h-e-e-t that's the correct wording and it's used to add you know beauty to the html so you add uh, you can add a bit of coding snippets of css in your code but it should all be in one point maybe at the start of the entire code but for me it was all everywhere it was you know at the start another one at the middle another one at the end you know so it was just a bit crazy but when it came to the final result i was pretty happy and i was very i, I felt very accomplished it was my first coded web page so all in all despite the confusion and anyway not many people look at the back end of the code right no matter how terrible it is or how confused it is uh the end of the web page is uh, i mean the final web page is what counts and for me as a beginner i was super happy so i think i'd reach myself 6.5 <laughs> generously <sighs> appropriate and it's funny right i i didn't say 6.7 right yeah That's it's weird. almost too <laughs> rounded for you it's too rounded too, not it's not an awkward enough number 6.37 yeah this one i decided to go safe <laughs> and boring so 6.5 is mostly because I would have planned better in terms of the final code and I would have researched better prior to beginning the final web page, especially for image placements. Mm -hmm. That way my code wouldn't be so discombobulated. I like this word. Oh, yeah. Yes. That word gets vastly underused. Exactly. You should have used it on the website. Damn. The yes girls get de the yes girls get discombobulated. I know, right? <laughs> we discombobulate our challenges. <laughs> but your, I mean, your website looked the it looked pretty cool. I mean, the blurred background, like kudos on doing that because it's not like these drag and drop things where you just, you know, use a slider and say slide to the blurry side or slide to the clear side or just click blur image or an effect. Coding is so different to that and. I had exactly. no idea. Exactly. And funny enough, even when I'm using the block, you know, the drag and drop web uh, uh, creators like mm. Wix.com, which Wix I used for my website, yeah. even those I take like hours. Mm -hmm. So you, so th with this one, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It took even longer because now I was at the back end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Got so that's me. From scratch. How about you? Okay. Um, so let me start by saying that these learning challenges where things get a bit technical are my toughest. I'm not a very technical person. And whenever I'm pressed to talk about my weaknesses, then a lack of attention to detail and a tendency to rush and multitask spring to mind immediately. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I get things done quickly. It allows me to, to, you know, get a lot done in my life, but it also means that sometimes um, I, I, I don't botch things exactly, but um, yeah, I don't get bogged down with the details so much, which don't seem to be the ideal characteristics of a coder or a developer. Um, so after talking to Joseph, when we were first starting this challenge, I decided that my best chance was just to do as he had advised, which is to work through the tutorials on this very well-known and respected website, which I found out about called w3schools.com. So I'd work through it systematically, practice all the things that it taught me, um, 
as I went along in the first two weeks. And then in week three, I would focus on building my own website. Honestly, the first two weeks, I actually got really into it, surprisingly. Most evenings and at the weekend, I'd work through a few of the modules, learning a new skill or two or three each day. Uh, For example, a skill might be learning to put borders or background colors on my text, or how to insert links or a clickable and draggable image. And when I tried out all of these skills as I was going through them, it worked pretty well. I had my little coding window open with a black screen. So that's where you insert your code. It's just an app that I downloaded. And all the different elements of code would come up in cool, bright colors. It it looks aesthetically pleasing and exciting. And then when I clicked to open that code on a web page on the actual interweb, then what I had created would come up on the internet. Well, sort of. Magic. Exactly. And I got such a thrill from this. I'd add a line of code and the whole screen would change color or an image would come up on the screen or even a video. And these felt like major milestones as I was doing these things for the first time ever. So take a listen to um, to me just loving life. It's day four officially of uh, me learning to code. And I didn't I didn't expect this. I'm actually really enjoying it. Um, I mean, it goes against everything that I thought I would think of it. Um, but, you know, the structure and the the way that it's purely logical, it's kind of like working out Excel. Like, I don't enjoy Excel, but actually, once I achieve something, I do feel a great sense of, you know, achievement. Like, I've produced something, I've made something happen. And that's pretty cool, like I can just type some random letters that do make sense, but they look random and they look kind of pretty with funny colours. And then I open a web page and I've created something. So yeah, I'm enjoying this, guys. Okay, let me get back to it. I'm learning how to make borders around tables. You have to understand, I never thought I would code ever in my whole life. I just resigned myself to the fact that I wasn't cut out for it. I can use Excel pretty well. Um, I can add content to a WordPress website or a Squarespace website, which are those drag and drop website builders we mentioned earlier on in the episode. But really creating something from scratch from a blank page just really tapped into my love for creating and making something happen, which at the moment is a a little bit of an obsession of mine. Though it was quite a lonely activity, I've got to admit. I would get really sucked in, but then realize that I've not spoken to anyone for hours. And it got even more real when I started creating my own website. I could easily spend two hours just trying to get an image of a kumu to stay on the left of the page. Where did you get my photo from? I have many photos of you (laughs) doing many different things. This is a problem. I have too many photos online. Well, this was one of your Yes Girls photos, but oh, okay. I stared at it for so long as, as you know, I'd change one letter of code and expect it to stay on the left and it would jut out or it would disappear completely. And I spent two hours literally just getting it to stay on the left of the page. So, you know, my face like... Too well. My and God. I associate it now with these feelings of anger and frustration. Oh, oh my God. So when it came to actually creating something that wasn't just a practice exercise or following instructions in the W3 Schools tutorial, things started to get real. First, I tried cheating, of course, or what would you call it? Shortcutting. And downloading some cool HTML templates. So that's literally a whole web page where you just download the HTML for that web page and plug it into your um, coding app. That's like re- that's like super cheating. Yeah, but I would try to change one little thing, you know, to make it mine, and the whole thing would disappear. Literally, there's one thing I changed and the screen went blank or it would suddenly not be aligned. And all of the visuals, you know, the icons, the images, they were too complicated to just change one aspect at a time. And I also clearly didn't speak HTML well enough to be able to converse with these advanced phrases, so to speak. So I was just lost. I decided that even if it meant my website would be incredibly simple and basic, I was better off just doing my best to start from a blank slate and build it out from there. So here's me an hour or so into my third week when I had started to build the Yes Yes Girls website. This is really tough. I was really enjoying it. And then suddenly I had to do it myself and use my imagination. Guys, I have no imagination. I suck. 
can I do this? Can I really do this? <sighs> I can't emphasize enough how tough I found it. I think as with Greek, I wasn't diligent enough in practicing before I tried to take the leap and show how fluent I was to try and prove myself. I should have redone some of the tutorials, maybe tried some other sources of tutorials or help and, you know, to reinforce, right? And or you would have just stolen code from Google. Well, I tried to steal code, but I couldn't understand the freaking code. <laughs> <sighs> but based on my lessons, you know, I could have um, reinforced it from other sources. As I was going through the different lessons, I'd been thinking, oh, that would be great to add a banner of the Yes Girls page, or that would be a great way to make the page look cool. But then when push came to shove, I just couldn't conjure these same ideas up again out of thin air. It wasn't all doom and gloom, though, and digital desperation. I did manage to build a web page with some structure, and I did get that sense of achievement back. My page had links and images, and although it looked a bit 1990s, you know, there's really basic 1990s <laughs> website. When you stumble yeah. upon them now, you're like, have they never heard of Squarespace, or do they not know that you can just pay someone a little bit of money and they can make something that looks, you know, Better. Post-millennial, exactly. But I was proud of it. And I decided that seeing how long it had taken me to make that one simple page, and the three weeks were more or less over, you know, there were just a few hours left of those three weeks, I should just cut my losses and settle for a single page, not a multi-page website. And so for the remaining few hours of those three weeks, I analyzed uh, one of my favorite websites, which is Netflix. So <laughs> I Netflix and children. Yeah. Analyze. That's not analyzing. I watched it intently. Really? Yes. Looking at the menu. How was this menu made and everything? Well, nah. I looked at what was on the screen and I said, they must have done a very good job coding <laughs> this. You know, when all my series were playing. So overall, I would give myself a 6.5. No, I think you deserve more. Your 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 website had a lot of content. Yeah, but content is easy. That's just typing, you see. The actual technical making it look good using some sophisticated code. I mean, I did try. You and did. I was a diligent student, really especially in the beginning. But I think I wasn't quite able to match my theoretical creativity with the actual need to code it out in practice. Nah, I think for your from starting from scratch, I would probably give you an eight. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. You're it basically just feeling bad that you... 8.15. 8.15. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, only two decimal points. Yes. Well, in any case, I have a new appreciation for even the most basic of websites. And I will never again criticize a 1990s looking website. I'll call it vintage. Because it might just be someone like me struggling to get that photo to just blum and stay put. And it might be your face as well, Akumu, that again, <laughs> just trying to get to stay put. <laughs> Next time, careful, you're, don't come too close to me or I will like push your face to the left. My, to my photo <laughs> was the difficult one, not yes. yours. No, yours was more difficult. Really? Yours was the first, yeah. And then mine was the second, so I'd figured it out a little bit more by then. Sorry, but, sorry on behalf of my photo. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. 8.15. <laughs> Now, we want to hear our verdicts from Joseph. Now, Joseph has seen both of our websites. He had a few days to check them out and test them. Um, and so we had a call with him to summarize how we did. Um, and just a quick note, Joseph didn't know whose was whose when he was rating the websites at first, but he does now. So he'll refer to our websites as Claire's and Akumu's, um, but he did not know them whose was whose there was no no bias there and of course you'll find links and images to both websites on our social media at yes girls podcast so let's hear what joseph had to say welcome joseph to the yes girls thanks for coming in uh, or rather coming into this online call to, to talk through with us our ratings uh share your expertise with us and, and let us know how we did on the challenge. Joseph, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before you jump into giving us our ratings and slaughtering us with your feedback? Yeah, so my name is Joseph Murgur, a software developer working with a, a, a software consulting company called Mobile Kenya Limited. So I have, I have like five years experience in 
in writing code and doing development uh, from uh, making APIs and running backend, SSD and SMS. Yeah, so MobiDev does consulting work for clients who, wants, who want their uh, issues or problems solved using technology. So that's basically me uh, in a few words. Awesome. Thank you, Joseph. Um, so we basically have the right person in the room with us. We've got the right expert, that is for sure. So why don't you take us through what you thought of each of our websites, now that you know who's is who's. Um, maybe then give us a rating out of 10, if you can. Um, you can start with either of us. I think uh, we're both equally fine with whatever you have to say about us. <laughs> yeah, so... I'll just go through each website uh, and then give a verdict at the end. Uh, so the way I categorized, because I didn't know whose website was whose, so I, I just went uh, like website one, I think website one was was Akumu's a and then yours yeah. was, was Claire's was two. Yes. So, yeah, so from, from I categorize the, 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 the review in three parts, technicality, design, and content. So I think the fact that you, the, the fact that you guys came up with the website and use HTML and CSS using UI elements uh, on, on, on both the website shows that the, you had understanding in, in HTML structure and and also styling with CSS. So that was shown with the, with the website one, uh, and I think that that sh the 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 student showed that uh, understanding in, in styling it very well. Also, uh, in terms of design, I can see that proper placement of logos and navigation links. The background colors were set, which is a standard. Uh, contrast, which meant that the colors and text were readable. The mobile, the mobile, uh, the, the the website also was mobile friendly, which is a good thing for for, for people who use the who use mobile to access. In terms of content, it was well communicated. Uh, meaning that when I get to the website, I, I understood what the website was about on the first screen. Uh, a few recommendations on the, the first uh, website was more pictures would, would, be, would be recommended, use of more pictures, and also uh, use of icons in the navigation. So generally, generally that was good for a first-time user, I think. It shows a general understanding of web design 101. On website, the second website, I, think the, I believe this was Claire's. There were, yes, I can say the understanding HTML was, was really displayed well or uh, portrayed well uh, with, with the structure and coming up with the HTML. Uh, be, uh, use of styling with CSS, which is also a good thing, with, made the website uh, uh, look better. Uh, also, use of better understanding like iframes should to, to, to include the podcast link, uh, means that, me, meaning that the, the, the podcast was brought to the website, which is a good approach. In terms of design, uh, Navigation links were placed at the top of the page, which is uh, standard. Uh, the banner also was was placed after the navigation shows that uh, after I've, I've gone through the navigation, I can see the banner, the contrast, the contrast between the colors and text made the text readable. Good use of uh, images uh, to add personality to the work. Also, the website was mobile friendly. When the, in terms of content, uh, I think that was better in terms of uh, it has more detailed information. Yeah, 
you used social media uh, icons, which is shows that uh, and the, the 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 social media icons are are working, meaning that someone can access your, your social media pages from the website. Yeah. So call to action uh, was also included, which meant that which meant that uh, the the person would listen to the podcast. So generally, I would say that. So a recommendation for the two was a uh, use of icons, uh, which which meant that the, the website will, will be more presentable. So I, I recommended that. Uh, there was also the 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 importance of just highlighting the call for action to be the probably on the first page of of the website. So generally, I would I would give. Uh, Akumu, I think, was seven, and then I give Claire seven point five. General understanding and an implementation of HTML and CSS, and and that's coming up with the, with the website. Wow! Yeah, so, you are much more generous to us than we were to ourselves, Joseph. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. It's funny how um, Joseph, you mentioned Akumu could have used more images. I don't know if you heard earlier in the episode, our struggle with images. So Akumu, how do you take that piece of advice? Uh, it's, 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 very, um, it's very necessary because I know I, I struggled with images. I only did the blur thing and the blur thing took like half of my time. So I didn't have enough time to struggle with other images. So I just ditched all of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, yeah, Joseph, just to, to reiterate, we will be putting both of the websites on on our social media so that people can go and see what, you, what you've been talking about, the, the website, so the lovely blurred image that we had, which was very striking. Um, and, uh, and then we're happy for anyone listening to, to share their own critiques of our attempts. Um, so thank you, Joseph. Um, so... Well, I think I'm curious to know how you got into development, uh, how you got into software design and, and development and what your trajectory has been um, for the past, you mentioned five years that you've been a, a professional coder, so to speak, compared to the three weeks that we've been very amateur coders. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can say that it's really impressive that you did that in three weeks. Uh, I remember when I was starting, uh, basically I started in campus, uh, just a simple uh, learning uh, HTML and CSS in my campus days. But when I graduated from Maseno University, I joined, uh, uh, a, 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 let's say a school at the MLAB East, East Africa, which was under IHUB at that time. That that is when we got into coding specifically for 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 mobile development and also a bit of entrepreneurship. So since then, for five years, I've been working on big projects, working on backends and and integrations to telcos, integration to Mpesa, uh, mobile applications, and. and and that so it's it's been a journey for me uh, i can say the thing with being a developer is all it's always a, a journey of of research and and, and study uh, to this point it's been seven years and i've been working on mobile since i'm one of the co-founders co with a group of guys so it's it's also a good thing to just group yourself with people who your goals are, are aligned uh, so that when you're learning you when you face a problem you have a group of, of guys to just help out in terms of debugging because you you can easily get stuck and, and leave it so most people really struggle with with learning by themselves and they end up just leaving the whole thing all together yeah. I think that, that sounds very, very familiar to both of us, right? Akumu <laughs> struggling on our own and not helping each other. Maybe we should have joined forces for this one to help each other out and problem solve. Yeah, yeah definitely. Maybe you, you guys can work on 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 one of the websites and improve it and, and now that 
that should become your your yes girls website that is an interesting idea maybe we should uh, launch a, a poll to our to our listeners if they want that yeah if they want us to create one <laughs> wow <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe they should first look at what we've created already to see our baseline, our potential. <laughs> um, and Joseph, I'm intrigued. Um, so thanks for sharing about your trajectory. Um, yeah. I know when we were speaking before before the recording, you were telling us about how much specifically mobile development has changed. I remember you saying that when you started, you know, mobile apps were very much limited. The whole mobile. Um, yeah mobile development uh, was very limited how has it changed in the space of the seven years that you've been that you've been working has it changed significantly or you feel it's just small small steps there there's been a big deal of change uh, mostly because they right now there are more available tools i can say the tools have really improved back in the day you you really required very strong computer to run even something like Android Studio. I, I can also say that uh, you can develop on right to, at this particular moment, you can develop a mobile app using technology, different tools, different programming languages or different tools that will end up achieving the what you wanted. Back in the day, you the, 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 the options were very limited. The other thing that I would say is that tutorials and, and learning and, and have become more available. And the, the online courses that can take you through and through, and by three months you are a proper mobile developer or just a developer or a web developer. So I would say tools and also the availability of resources have really improved over the years. I've also seen uh, another emerging technology coming up that's no code platforms that allow people who don't have technical programming the knowledge to just build their web website or mobile apps without really by by using a user interface without really writing any code so i would say that it's been there's been a big change since when we were starting and, and now yeah, so I think we're, we're in a privileged position now, right, that we have all these tools. It's easier for us to learn than even it was for you to learn, I guess. Uh, it was you who actually recommended to us the W3Schools platform that we both used to, to lesser or, or greater extent. Um, what would you recommend to anyone out there who wants to start with, with coding? They want to give it a try. They want to see if they can be better than the Yes Girls <laughs> in three weeks or maybe three months. What would you recommend to them to start them on their journey? Yeah, as well, so, specifically, like which programs and what tools, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so it depends. If someone wants to start, to start as a web, web developer, there are specific languages that they need. So for web development, it's HTML, CSS, and a bit of, if you want to do a bit of back-end work, probably Python or PHP. So the first thing that someone needs is to 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 choose or to 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 choose what he or she wants to study. So that's the first thing. The second thing is a bit of research and probably in what they they would they would really want to to start with. Like for example, you find that if you want to be a web, a web designer and eventually a web, web, web developer, you really need to start with the basics, that's HTML and CSS. So that's where you start and then choose now a particular tutorial or a particular learning resource to, 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 to concentrate on. Because you find that most people also fall into this problem of uh, having too many tutorials, following too many tutorials. And that might end up into you mixing yourself up. So choosing one, because most of these tutorials are, are quite the same. And that's why for you guys, I recommended the W3Schools uh, tutorial so that at least you get the basics. So for someone starting, we choose one tutorial and follow it to the end. 
From that now, you can now start experimenting with other resources and adding your knowledge. To, be, to, to get to a point where you would really need to show to people that you have done any 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 programming work, I would I would recommend uh, paying for a course. I think most of these courses on Udemy or Coursera it's like ten ten dollars. Then now follow that tutorial to the end, and now that will now launch probably launch you into this career because you would be able to present that to to, to someone who is interested in hiring you or to someone who is interested in taking up, taking you up, uh, presenting them a certificate saying, I did this and, and that's, this is where I got. So there, there, there is a bit of research and a bit of uh, narrowing down on what you want. And now uh, going forward, I would also advise there are groups that have really come up, especially in Nairobi, that are niche niche groups. You find that there are groups that for web designers, groups for for guys who are really good in PHP programming, guys who are really good in Python. So you get into those groups, and those will also accelerate because there is a lot of learning and there is a lot of asking of questions, and, and there are professionals there and and people with experience who, who can help. Yeah, so that's basically it. Thanks, Joseph. Well, I hope people out there are inspired. I'm certainly inspired now. Um, I sometimes click on the view code option on my browser to see what the code looks like. I still don't understand most of it, um, but at least at least I, I'm curious about it. It's opened up my curiosity and understanding. Um, are, you, are you going to exploit further or not? Clear. <laughs> Me? Well, like I said, I've been, I now have a newfound appreciation for it. And when I, I get the opportunity to look at it, I think I will. I'm not sure I'll do much more coding right now, simply because I feel like I, I would need to really invest myself more deeply. I don't think it's something that I can, you can just do in three weeks. You know, I think really we would need to do this for longer and learn more skills. But I'm, I'm certainly talking more to my friends around me who work in the field or have recently converted to this field. A friend of mine who used to have a very similar career to me is now doing coding. And I spoke to her and it was just great to hear what she loves about it, the problem solving aspect. Um, and I think that's, um, that's really fascinating. It's great to, to know more. Are you going to do more coding, Akumu? Yes, I think I have to. I mean, the next five years, I definitely have to get into probably Python. Yeah. Joseph, you have a willing student here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Joseph, for joining us. We really appreciate your very generous ratings. Um, and we appreciate you taking the time to speak to us. Yeah, thank, you. thank you very much. Yeah. Any words for our listeners? Final words to our listeners, Joseph? I, I, I all I can say that uh, what you what you guys are doing is really awesome. Uh, I would challenge everyone to to take up a challenge. Uh, I'm I'm already taking one already, and I think that's 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 the way to go, and that's the way to to break boredom in this Nairobi of ours. <laughs> awesome! So you've already taken up a Yes Girls a challenge inspired by the Yes Girls. Yes. Can you tell us what it is? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm I'm still in in the, the doing some research, but I would really like to learn Spanish. Hey, Amazing! Spanish Spanish is very easy though for for you if you know Swahili, so it will be yeah. quite good to learn. Yeah, so I'm 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 following a YouTube uh, tutorial and uh -huh. that should get me somewhere. Uh, if you well, can code, you can definitely learn Spanish. <laughs> yeah, well, that because Spanish would be easier for us, but maybe not. <laughs> maybe because we're not coders, we've got different skill sets. But Joseph, all the best with that. We're so happy that the Yes Girls have inspired you to say yes to to learning something new, uh, and yeah. we'll definitely share with you. If, our final Yes Girls website, if the Yes Girls listeners think that we should 
pursue that further. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Joseph. Thank you. So that's it from us. Oh no, it's over. <laughs> now we want to hear from you. What have you said yes to? Have you given an A plus to C plus <laughs> plus? Have you cracked the code of coding? <laughs> Do you want to make your own Yes Girls website? Yeah, no, it shouldn't be a Yes Girls website. It should they be could. there. Oh yeah, they could make for yeah, us, right? Yeah, make one that's better than ours, Clearly. please. <laughs> Tell us about it on our Instagram page at Yes Girls Podcast, one word. Facebook, the same. Twitter, the same. And of course, LinkedIn. We are also on LinkedIn. Yeah, find us everywhere. And if you want to suggest something that you think the Yes Girls should do, be, or learn for a future episode, send us your ideas. If you want to share your expertise, your business, or just your passion with us through one of our episodes, get in touch with us. Once again, that's at Yes Girls Podcast. We also share behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and websites. Wait until you see them. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> so we share our experience, all that uh, with our experiences of doing, being, and learning so that you can see a bit of what we put ourselves through uh, in the name of doing all of that for your entertainment. And education. Thanks, Space U hyphen, to Dana Seda, a lovely producer at Semabox by Baraza Media Lab. Insert music here. Ped O'Brien, who composed our theme music, powered by Joseph Murgor, today's genuinely experty expert on coding from MobyDev. Check them out at mobydev.com. www.we love you, our listeners, supporters, friends, and family. We couldn't do it without you. So until next time, where we'll be doing, we'll be going a bit further into the present. And making things a bit more like the Gen Zers do it. We'll be doing something very, very, very cool. That we've obviously not done before because we are already too old and uncool according to the youngsters of today. Yeah, we are the oldest millennials alive. <laughs> so I can't believe you're already classified as old. Imagine that. Yeah, time flies. Well, we're over. Has been just like this episode. That's it for now from The Yes Girls. Oh yeah.